Hi everyone, this is a quick message to let you know that you are listening to the audio version of a full video training and you can still catch the replay of the full video training by just going to the link in the description or inaspadar.ch slash VQC replay. So we are currently hosting the Visibility Queen Challenge, an amazing challenge that combines both subconscious work to overcome visibility fears and imposter syndrome and strategies and an A to Z plan to teach you how to nail your profitable niche, how to post on social media to attract high ticket clients to you and how to come up with an amazing offer and sell it without ever feeling sleazy. So if you want to catch the replays to all of the trainings, you can do that super easily. Just go to the link in the description and I hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. Today, day one is all about smashing visibility fears and imposter syndrome. And once we do that, the very important aspect or the very important thing with doing the inner work and the subconscious work in the very beginning is what's the point of you learning how to show up online, how to nail your niche, how to post on social media, how to do videos, if subconsciously and in your energetic system, there are fears holding you back or part of your mind doesn't want you to be visible because there's the fear of judgment, then all of the tactics that you will learn and all of the strategies will pretty much be useless because there will be procrastination. So today we clear all of the visibility fears, all of the issues directly at the subconscious level, and then we can build. So tomorrow, day two is all going to be about nailing your profitable niche, knowing your, who your audience is and coming across as a trusted expert. So when you communicate and when you post, people can immediately identify and connect with you. And that's one of the secrets for them to become your clients. Then day three, social media magic. So this is on Wednesday to attract, attract your dream clients to you from scratch, even if you haven't started your business yet, as well as focusing on money making activities, because there's so many things that we can do in our business that actually don't move the needle forward that we want to avoid and focus all of your time and energy on the things that do move the needle so first of all, there is no confusion. And second of all, you can kind of hit the ground running and still have enough time to do the things you love. And last but not least, before last but not least, actually having a compelling offer and selling it with ease without ever feeling like a sleazy car salesman, because we don't want that. If you ever felt like selling is like giving you salesman's vibes, say salesman in the comments and last day hot seat coaching so you'll get coaching for free as well as the prices giveaway so let's talk about the giveaway because the giveaway is always very successful and everyone is so excited about it so this is what you can win a private one-on-one -on -one 30 minute coaching call with me with 700 dollars an amazing surprise gift in your mailbox. I won't say more because it's actually really exciting. And everyone who has gotten the surprise gift box in their mailbox was extremely, extremely happy. And lifetime access to the business accelerator bundle. So everywhere where there's, where there's a typo, my lovely VA, uh, it's stuff that I have done after my lovely VA <laughs> has corrected all of my typos before. Please forgive me. I'm just not um, a typo um, a spelling expert, I just don't care enough. And to be eligible to win one of these prizes, it is super duper simple. Step one, sign up with your email. So if you haven't signed up, if you're hanging out in this Facebook group and you didn't know that this challenge was taking place and you haven't signed up, 
drop in the comments right now, either if you're live or watching the replay, help and we will drop the link so you can sign up because we can't know, we can't pick a winner if you're not um, on the sign up list. Number two is share these slides and the challenge on IG stories or Facebook stories and tag me. Don't forget to tag me, otherwise I can't know who shared. So throughout the challenge, you can just take a screenshot, take a picture of the, the laptop or whatever, whatever device you're watching, and you can upload it to your Instagram or Facebook stories or social media platforms. So this challenge reaches more people, it can help more people, and we expand our reach. And last but not least, every day, you can participate in the daily activities. So after this live, there will be a daily activity uploaded um, in the Facebook group, as well as sent by email to you. So you just participate in the daily task. It only takes a few minutes. So if you do all of these things, as well as engaging in the training, so engaging is leaving comments, dropping comments, participating and interacting, you will significantly increase your chances of winning one of these prizes. So let me see if we have any questions. I summed up, some signed up for the VIP. Is that what you mean? No, you don't need to be signed up for the VIP. Just sign up with by opting in to the page and then getting the email confirmation. So if you got an email confirmation, you're most likely signed up. So this challenge is perfect for you if you want to attract high ticket or not high ticket clients online and scale your business. That's what we all want. You're ready to overcome imposter syndrome and visibility fears so you can confidently show up because there's so much difference between having a great offer and showing up confidently and not so confidently and having a clear A to Z plan on what to do in your online business to create income and freedom because it can become so overwhelming when no one says the same. Some people say, oh, you need to be on Facebook. Some people say you need to be on YouTube or on Clubhouse, which is the new hype platform. Some people say you need to focus on Pinterest. Some people say you need to post five times a day. Some people say you just need to do video and it's just utterly confusing. So we are going to make it extremely simple of what you need to focus on and what you can just set aside to grow your business. So if you don't know me, some of you have been uh, hanging out in the imposter syndrome Terminator family for a long time and some haven't. So if you've been around for a very long time, if you've already known me from before, let me know in the comments. If you're new, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. But in a nutshell, I'm Swiss, born and raised in Switzerland. My mom is Canadian, though, so I also have the Canadian passport. By the way, would love to know where you ladies are from. So drop it in the comments because I would love to know where you're from. I initially have a master's in accounting and finance from one of the best universities uh, in Europe and in finance in the world, but that didn't fulfill me to make a very long story short. And then I decided to do a 180 degree and train in RTT, rapid transformational therapy and EFT. And I also use other modalities, even though I haven't been trained in them. And basically some people are like, how the hell did you move from your job in finance to becoming a woo-woo spiritual business coach? Excellent question. Um, I was depressed. I had depression five times between ages 13 or 14 and 23. And the last time was a time too much where I decided I really needed to do something about it because otherwise it would just come back and come back and come back. And I found out about EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. I absolutely love the modality and to make a very long story short, three months later, I was depression free. And that's when I decided that 
I wanted to do something that fulfills me. I did not want to go back to the bank, even though I really love, love finance. That's not the problem. And do my own thing so I could travel, which is a bit compromised with the worldwide situation right now, but travel and have my freedom and do whatever I want to do. So in between, between then and now, I was a desperate therapist doing face-to-face -face therapy with lovely people, but no niche and no plan. And I made about 7K from August 2019 to March 2020. Didn't have enough money to pay for my bills. I had to use my savings account. Nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't really fulfilling and it wasn't really working the way I wanted it. And today we have moved from this to this. So the company, the Ines Padar LLC has generated over 300,000 in sales in only 14 months, which even just looking at this figure blows my mind because I got my very first client, online client in May, 2020, the 19th of May, 2020. So just about a year ago, amazing community of 5,000 people or more across platforms, three amazing, lovely ladies, who work with me in the business and a first six figure month in April while surfing in Costa Rica, which shows you that you don't have to hustle and struggle and work 12 hours a day to have a successful business. Because what's the point of leaving our nine to five with a co corporate prison to create a, a, a business where we have to be there 24 seven, that kind of defeats the purpose of the entire project, right? So let me see where you guys are from, Tennessee, Canada, um, Swiss and the USA. We'd love to visit Switzerland. It's so beautiful. It is Tennessee, Toronto, Colombia. Oh, so nice Colombia. I visited Colombia and I loved it. Okie dokie. Let's move on because you know these presentations where like the person talks about themselves for like 30 minutes. We're not going to do this. So why this challenge? I truly believe without the shadow of a doubt that you already have the power within you to create the life of your dreams. Absolutely deeply believe in that. And to make your vision a reality, the formula is actually pretty simple. Doesn't mean that we can make it happen overnight, but it's simple. Letting go of subconscious blocks and limiting beliefs that other people gave you because you come from oneness, you come from the universe, you were not born with imposter syndrome and not feeling good enough and not feeling that you can, can't do anything you want, right? Connecting with what you're passionate about and what really fulfills you rather than your education or what people expect from you. So you can manifest from the universe because when you are aligned and when you do what truly fulfills you, that is when magic happens. And then a clear and simple action plan on how to show up without the overwhelm, without the confusion, that feels aligned to you. Woo-woo is amazing, inner work is amazing, but we also need a plan to actually know what to do to get to Rome. So this is what the challenge is all about and this is what we will do throughout these five days. So today, today we're going to overcome visibility fear. So all you need to do about, all you need to know, excuse me, about what it's really like to go out there and overcome the fear of judgment. Fear of judgment is one of the biggest hurdles when it comes to feeling that we can be 100% ourselves online. Letting go of imposter syndrome and building the confidence to show up so your ideal client can find you. One of the magic things about having an online business and one of the biggest misconceptions is I need to find clients. No, 
clients find you. And I have fully embodied this knowledge since two months because I've been working with an energy person and she's like, you don't find them, they find you. Your part of the job is showing up consistently and sharing your message, sharing your passion. That's your part. And then the universe fulfills its part, which is sending people to you. And that's what I want for you because there is always more we can do. We can always post more on social media, have more social media platforms, spend more hours engaging with other people. But what's the point of doing that if we feel burnt out and overwhelmed? I really want you to understand since right now that your job is to show up confidently within a reasonable amount of time a day and connect with source. So the universe, the field, higher intelligence, whatever you want to call it, can help you and work hand on hand with you by sending people to you. And last but not least, the most important part of today, in my opinion, is advanced hypnosis and EFT group session to get over the fear of visibility, to get over imposter syndrome, to go to the root cause, the events, the why of why part of your system has developed those fears, because once we can understand, we can let it go. Okay, so let's jump right into the fear of judgment and criticism. So the most common kind of things that I hear is, what if people judge me when I go online? And when we say people, it can be either strangers or random people, but often it's family members or friends. Like we kind of imagine all of our high school friends that are still our friends on Facebook or people from our old job or like our aunt, She's she or he or they are going to see all of our content and we're like, oh my God, what are they going to think? So if I'm actually curious, let me know in the comments now, when we have fear of judgment or when and if you're experiencing that, is it more fear of complete strangers or is it more related like to friends or families or kind of not necessarily friends, but people you know in your circle that you're like, oh my God, the cringe is real if they actually see my content, right? Another fear is everybody will see my content. It's going to be so like all of the eyes are going to be on me. What if I say or do something that, that is not right? Everyone is going to notice, etc. And as already mentioned, feeling uncomfortable with regards to family and friends who follow us on social media, especially if they're not that supportive or if they don't really vibe with what you do. So I have quite a few clients who are super woo-woo, they love crystals, they love the universe, they love like full moon ceremonies and their friends and families are just not that into that and they tend to judge and be a bit nasty. So, you know, we can all have different interests, that's one thing, but then you have people who actually say like, oh, so this is your business, but are you sure it's going to work and what kind of security is that going to provide, blah, 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 which can be very unsettling. So let me check these comments. Uh, a lot of you are actually saying the same that it's about friends and family or people you already know. I read the book You Can Heal by Louise Hay many years ago. That's an amazing book. I love it. Love the concept of clients finding you. Exactly. This is something I actually really embodied and decide to fully believe emotionally and intellectually when I sold my mastermind while I was traveling and only working two hours a day and we filled up the mastermind even though I had no idea if the people would come, but I just trusted that they would find me. And that's why I'll teach you to do as well. Okay, friends and family. Friends have walked away from when I have talked really in my alignment. 
wasn't a problem with me, rather a problem within themselves. Exactly, Heather, could not say that better, but it's still really unsettling, right? Especially if we've known these people for a very long time or it's childhood friends and them kind of walking out on us or just kind of being slightly judgmental, it, not, it never feels good. It doesn't feel good, right? We don't want to experience that when we are truly ourselves and that creates fears in our mind that say, hey, if you're yourself, if you share your tr truth, then you're going to experience loss or rejection and your mind is going to protect you against that at all costs by creating sabotage or fears. So the eternal, what if people judge me when I go online? Fun fact, I have never gotten any negative comments. And I think that the reason for that my social media platforms are not humongous, right? It's like 5,000 people across all platforms, but it's still big. And I never had a negative comment. And I truly believe that the only reason for that is not because I got lucky, is because I could not care less. Because, and that's what I'll get into later, I believe in what I do so much. I believe in the power of the subconscious mind so much because it helped me heal from depression after having depression five times that you cannot unconvince me that the power of the subconscious mind is not real. So if someone disagrees, I mean, that they have a right to disagree and I have a right not to care about them disagreeing, right? So my energy about people judging or disagreeing with me um, is actually very neutral because I don't really care. And because I don't care and I don't feed any energy into those fears or into that worry, the business has not attracted people like that, right? But what we really need to understand if with all of the question of what if people judge me is that only hurt people will hurt other people, right? So it's never about you, it's about them, their own unhappiness or limiting beliefs. So if you post a post or do a video or whatnot and someone says, oh, this is a bunch of BS or oh, I don't believe in what you just said, First of all, it's rude. They could, they could disagree with you privately. They could send you a message saying, hey, like that post you just published on, on Instagram or Facebook, like I don't really agree with that and have a constructive discussion, but they're hiding behind their phone, leaving a nasty comment on a post or whatever you, you did. That's pretty lame, right? And second of all, if they're getting upset or triggered, it's not about the content, it's about their reaction to it. And it's just a reflection of either a frustration they experience or maybe some people being mean with them. Maybe they had a teacher in high school who loved the subconscious mind and who was super mean to them. So now they hate the subconscious mind, right? And the bottom line is it's never about you, it's about them. And the easiest way to understand this is, let me know in the comments, have you ever seen a post on Facebook that you just didn't agree with, right? Did you feel the need to leave a mean comment on that post? No, because you feel good about yourself and you don't need to bring other people down. So the fact that someone posted something that didn't float your boat isn't the problem. The problem is always from the inside. Also, don't give away your power to people you don't even like or know, right? Especially strangers. I'm not talking about family members or friends. But when a stranger says something mean, we're basically giving the power to someone we don't even know to ruin our day or to stop us from speaking in what we truly believe in. And that could completely change our life for the best and help us build an amazing business and have a lot of clients and have income and freedom. 
is it really worth it to give away all of your power to people that you don't even know or like in the case of them being a complete stranger? No. And the policy that we have inside the imposter syndrome terminator group and inside uh, all of my clients that my clients follow is ban, block, buy. So we ban them or we block them. Then we tell them goodbye energetically. We bless them with love and wish them all of the best in their life and forget about it. And the le least or less attention you give them, the less you will attract in the, le the less you will attract those circumstances in your life. And one of the brilliant things, one of the things you can do to really help just not care, just let go of the worry or anxiety about people disagreeing with you is believe in what you do so, so, so much that you actually no longer care about people's opinion. And what my question to you right now, so take a few seconds to answer is, what do you profoundly believe in that no one can unconvince you of. So even if someone like try to, to, to argue with you, you can just not be unconvinced of that. In my specific case, it's the power of the subconscious mind. Not, no one can unconvince me that the subconscious mind and our energy and our connection to the universe is the most powerful thing on earth. So I'm super curious to know, and I'll take some time to go through the comments now, what do you profoundly believe in that absolutely no one can unconvince you of because that's going to be one of the pillars that we will be using on day two and three and four and five one of the pillars to build your business and literally not care what other people think and give you that super extra high vibe and confidence when you show up talking about what you do or what you love okay let me just check the comments to make sure i didn't miss any questions mm -mm -mm. Don't think we have any questions. Subconscious transformation has to take place to fulfill our goal. Amazing. What else? Waiting for your comments, ladies or gentlemen, if we have any kings joining the live. I want to hear what you truly believe in. And this is an exercise. We're already planting the seeds, right? To becoming a visibility queen. What do you absolutely like? Someone could say something and you'd be just like, okay, like, fine. We can just agree to disagree. And remember, the more you engage, the higher the chances of you of winning the giveaway. Rereading the comments and a lot of people say it's for your family and friends opinion strangers also but mainly friends and families subconscious transformation has to take place to fulfill our goals already read that one that everyone can build rock hard self-confidence if they put their mind to it amazing truly believe childhood trauma big or little we carried through to adulthood is the cause of most if not all of our suffering and RTT can fix it. Amazing, completely agree with that. You need mindset work, could not agree more. Child safety recommendation, absolutely. Totally believe we manifest everything in our life, all of it. Yeah, it's all about energy. Amazing. And once you go back to those things that you absolutely believe in, even if people don't agree, you will not be affected because you just see it as personal preferences. 
Some people like strawberries and some people like pineapple. And if someone doesn't like strawberries and wants to convince you that strawberries suck, it's just not going to be a very productive discussion and you're probably not going to take it personally, right? Okay. No one can inconvince me that true self-love is the key to success. Ooh, love this, Missy. The power of the subconscious mind. It's truth. I believe that you don't have to start off with a super tight niche. Okay, communicating with your mind in a better way gives you a better life. Yeah, absolutely, Michelle. That people that criticize other people are hurt people. Absolutely. And there is something that I don't know if you guys know Dr. Joe Dispenza. I absolutely love Dr. Joe Dispenza. He once said in a live retreat, I was at one of his uh, live, uh, live week-long meditation retreats back in 2019. He said, I am so done convincing people who don't believe in what, I'm, what I do. I'd rather speak with those who are already interested. And that really like clicked with my mind because there will always be people who just don't believe in what you believe or who think that your beliefs or your programs just don't, doesn't work, right? There is no point trying to arguing with those people, but rather energetically connect with people who are on the same wavelength because we don't want to work with people who don't believe in what we do. That's going to be a nightmare client from hell and we are attracting ideal clients from heaven. Okay, another point that can create a lot of anxiety is everybody will see my content, I'm uncomfortable. Yes and no. It's a misconception that a lot of us get before we are like very active on social media. And what usually happens is the opposite. We are kind of begging gods and the angels and all of our supporters for more people to see the content because if the algorithm is in a bad mood, not many people can or will see our content. That's an, an entire different discussion. But what we need to understand is that usually only either our friends, family, or followers, so people who are kind of actively following our social media platforms, will see our content. And there are a lot of misconceptions on when we see these huge accounts like the Kardashians, love them or hate them, or football players or celebrities who get trashed on their social media platforms or who get a lot of trolls. That's kind of the fears that we carry with us. We're going to be like, oh my God, what if I post something and all of these mean people um, just pop up and are disruptive, like what is going to happen? The odds of that happening when we get started and when our social media platforms are smaller are very low. So then, of course, you have the friends and the family, if they follow you, um, that they will see your content, some of your content, not everything. You can choose to ban them or mute, like mute your post uh, from them or like very peacefully have a constructive conversation that you would rather not have them follow you if you don't feel comfortable with that. And again, as we said before, one of the things that creates a lot of stress is, oh my God, I need to convince people of what I'm saying. So if you have, I don't know, a program on communication for people in a relationship, maybe some people don't believe in communication, right? And if we feel that we have to post on social media to convince people of something they don't believe in, that energy is so much heavier than coming from the mindset of, I am sharing knowledge with people who are already on the same wavelength and who are actually interested in what I say. And once you switch to that, and once you see 
your followers or people on your platforms as people who are potentially are very interested in what you do and who want to know more, it becomes so much easier to put yourself out there and to realize that you are two steps ahead of your ideal client, meaning that your ideal client doesn't have the knowledge and information that you have and that they always have something to learn from you. And if your family and friends really have a problem with whatever you're sharing, they can just unfollow you or mute you. End of the story. Also remember this. So many people spend so much time, and that was me, right? I procrastinated about my Facebook account for a long time, worrying about what other people that we don't even necessarily really like or know will think. And still to this day, right? When I share some posts, I'm like, Jesus, like people from the bank are going to see this. And it's cringy, like the cringe is real. You have a cringy moment. But even if it's a bit cringy, is it worth it to stop yourself from putting yourself out there and sharing content that will be so, so valuable for your ideal client? Is it worth it to stop yourself from doing that just because someone might see your content and it might be a bit cringy? There is this um, author, she wrote, You Are a Badass at Making Money, a super, very, super good money book. It's there somewhere. Jen Sincero. She said, I'd, something, she said along the, something along the lines, I'd rather be cringy and rich than cool and poor. And you don't even have to be cringy. You can be rich and cool. You don't have to be cringy, but focus on your why. Do you care more about dream, building your dream business and having income and freedom or do you care more about a few people on Facebook who might get a bit jelly or who might say something because they don't feel happy about themselves? So that's what I just said. Is it actually worth it to stop yourself from building and growing your business just for the sake of, other, of what other people might think or might not think? Because sometimes we make all of this stuff in our mind. We make it up in our mind. We think that they're going to think something and actually they don't because they have their own issues, right? Maybe at the dinner table, they're going to tell their spouse, hey, like Ines posted this thing and I didn't really agree. They'll talk about it for 30 seconds and just move on to how their colleague annoyed them all day. Also, we already said this, but I'm going to say it again because it's so important. People who are connected to source and happy with themselves would never say anything nasty. Worst case scenario, if someone is happy and confident in their own skin, they can drop you a private message and try to have a respectful conversation about what, what they don't agree with. And that's unlikely because they have better things to do. Now, let's talk about imposter syndrome, which was my favorite topic ever, right? That's my niche. Let's smash the I'm a fraud feeling. You know more about your topic than you think you do. And this is a very simple yet powerful graph of basically when we have imposter syndrome, we feel that this is what we know about our topic or what we know in general, and that other people around us know so much more. The reality is that this is what they know about our specific topic or about our services or what we do, and this is what you know about the topic. So this is a good uh, slide if you have kind of forgot about it or if you didn't think about it to screenshot and to share on social media to be eligible to give uh, win the giveaway. Well, you can screenshot any slide, it doesn't matter. 
But I want you to understand this. So I don't know if any of you have watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. It's um, kind of a documentary about social media. But there is one thing we need to understand. The algorithm will show you content similar to your interests or content that you interact with. So have you ever noticed on Facebook or Instagram when you kind of watch cat videos that you get more cat videos suggested, right? Meaning that if you watch a bunch of Dr. Joe Dispenza stuff or law of attraction or subconscious mind or dog training stuff, you'll get more of that in your feed. And it sometimes feels that everyone around you has the exact same knowledge and the exact same interest when in fact, it's just the algorithm showing you content that is similar to your interest. Meaning that there is an ocean of content out there being posted every single second of every single day that you don't see. So this can really be created partly by the algorithm and partly if you had education in a specific thing or if your friends or family or people you hang out with have similar interests, we feel kind of like we are the dumbest person in the room or that everybody around us kind of has the same competences, the same knowledge, the same information, and that we have nothing to teach to anyone because everybody already knows it. So if this resonates with you, say like fraud alert or imposter syndrome or help in the comments so I can see if this resonates with you. The truth is that people have no clue. So very simple example, I have a master in finance, meaning that I spent six years studying finance in my bachelor and in my master. Also meaning that all of the people I hang out with most of the time outside of my childhood friends and my family are people who know about finance. And most of them knew more about finance than I did because I didn't really care. I mean, I cared, but not as much as they cared. The result was that I felt like the dumbest person in the room. Have you ever felt like the dumbest person in the room? Because it's not a nice feeling. And because I feel like the dumbest person in the room, of course, I am never going to tell anybody else, hey guys, so all of you seem really smart and you know so much stuff about finance. And I just kind of feel stupid here because I feel that I don't know as much as you do. I'm never going to say that, right? Because it would just make everything worse. But the truth is that everybody else feels the same. How do I know this? Because in my office, we once had an honest discussion after a few drinks where everybody, all of the interns in the office that seemed so smart said like, I feel like the dumbest person in this office. And then we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, why did we never talk about this openly? Because everyone feels the exact same way, right? So even though I feel like the dumbest person in my office, when I talk about finance with friends and family, they have no idea what I'm talking about. They think that I'm this super financial expert and that I know so much stuff when my feelings is that I'm the damn ass of the office and I know nothing. So this is what I think I know. And I feel that everybody, know, everybody else knows so much more. And this might be true for one or two people. But if I look at all of my friends and all of my families and the general population and we take the topic of finance, I actually know all of this and they don't really know much about the topic. Maybe a few people out there are way better than me completely, but not the majority. So this is really important to understand that while you might feel like a fraud, you're not a fraud. And that actually the knowledge and information you have in your field, of course, a few other people who are in this, into the same stuff will have the same knowledge and information, 
but the general population and people who actually need your help are pretty clueless or they're definitely a few steps behind you. Now let's smash this I'm a fraud feeling. I put a star here because this is a cool slide and you can also screenshot it if you want. Usually the assumption, and let me know which one of these resonates with you, is let's say that I work with the subconscious mind. So I'm going to think everybody knows about the power of the subconscious mind. Everyone posts about it on Facebook and Instagram, like everyone is so into the power of the subconscious mind. No, they aren't, right? And what is likely to happen is that my friends are also kind of into the power of the subconscious mind. So I feel that everybody is when in fact, no, it's like 5% of the entire population. And we're just being around like-minded people. Or I need to know it all before I can coach people. That's another huge misconception. Maybe we feel that before we can legit be a mindset coach, we have to know as much as, I don't know, Tony Robbins or Dr. Joe or whoever is a huge mindset tycoon. No, because we can't get to that level with no experience. However, all we need to know is being two steps ahead of our ideal client. I'm going to repeat this 1 million times throughout the five weeks, but uh, five weeks, five days, but all we need to do is to be two steps ahead of our ideal client which means that maybe we still have a, a lot to learn. Absolutely, but we can learn with practice. Could I coach people when I started my business one year ago? Could I coach people on how to launch a program? No, because I didn't know how to launch, right? I had never done a launch, but now I've been through several launch cycles that were very successful. So now I have increased my knowledge and experience. So I'm a few steps ahead of myself one year ago. You grow as you go and as you work with more people and as you have more experience, your knowledge increases, you go a few steps ahead and your ideal client follows you a few steps behind you. Also the I need more certifications before I can feel ready. That's another myth that is such a recipe for throwing money out of the window. A lot of my lovely clients, especially the ones who came for me in the early st early, earlier stages of my business for imposter syndrome, some of them were the most qualified people I have ever seen. I have a lot of clients who have PhDs and they still feel like they don't know enough, which is the ultimate proof that it's not about the knowledge you have. More diplomas, more certifications, more academic education is not what is going to create the inner feeling of feeling ready or feeling confident because outside stuff, so exterior academic degrees or certification can never alleviate an inner feeling of not feeling good enough or qualified enough because that's an inner job. That has deeper roots in I don't feel good enough. So the fastest and most efficient way of alleviating and letting go of imposter syndrome is not getting extra training. It's first of all, going back to our subconscious and our energetic system and letting go of those limiting beliefs there and then getting practical experience. Because when you experience a success, so for example, let's say you give a session or you trade services with someone and they are so happy about your work together, you gain confidence. You're like, oh my God, he or she is so happy of the work we did together. So I can do it again. And then you do it again, two or three or four times. And now you're like, okay, I'm actually pretty good at what I do. And that is what is going to make the biggest difference 
rather than extra certifications that are just going to make you waste a fuck ton of money and not really move the needle forward. Last but not least, one of my favorite, I need to reinvent the wheel, the wheel, another typo there, to be, or to be unique. Well, I haven't invented anything, flash news. I didn't even create my own like, pro, like modality. I have been trained in EFT, which has been around for many years. I use NLP and hypnosis, which have been around for many years. I did not invent any of this. That's the magic of what we do. All you need to do is support your clients. And can you invent a new amazing modality? Absolutely. Can you use something that's already in the market? Absolutely. You don't even have to make it better. You just need to use it and help someone who needs your help. Help someone who's two steps behind you. That is it. Okay. Let me go through these comments just to make sure I didn't miss any questions or anything. I believe that we are here to serve the people that are connected to ourselves. Absolutely, Adriana. Fraudulent imposter syndrome totally resonates. I had such, like I was an imposter syndrome queen a while ago. Someone said, I have a question. I know very well my place in the big um, shame of my niche, meaning I recognize people I'd never buy from because I see I'm better than they are already and i see people who are better and can teach me don't other people see me like that too yes potentially and there are people around like business coaches that i would not invest in because i don't feel that they can help me or that they really have information that can help me move the needle forward and other coaches who are five or ten steps ahead could teach me stuff that i could really benefit from but that really doesn't matter because we kind of have to imagine a staircase and everybody on the staircase is at a different level. And the only thing that matters is that your ideal client is two steps behind you. So even if there are coaches that are further along in their, their journey, which they are, there are always people who know more and are, have more experience and who are further along, well, it doesn't really matter. And the reason why it doesn't matter is that your ideal client, who is two steps behind you, will resonate with you way more than they can resonate with people 10 steps ahead. Meaning if I just started my business and I have never had an online client, I will emotionally connect with a coach who let's just say has been in business for one year and made $150,000. Random example, right? And her messaging will be one year ago, I hadn't had my first client yet and I felt a bit desperate and I had no idea how to use social media. And one year later, here I am and I made 150,000 organically without Facebook ads and I can help you do the same. I will resonate with that person way more than I will resonate with someone who's already making millions and who has 100,000 followers on Instagram because they're so further ahead that I feel that they can't really understand me and what it's like to be to start from scratch. So I'm way more likely to hire the coach who's two steps ahead and who is quote unquote, see my fingers here, only has only made 150K, then I am likely to hire the coach who's already making millions and millions because they're so far ahead that part of me doesn't even believe I can get there. Whereas the other coach is a bit ahead. I'm like, okay, if she could do it or if he could do it, and one year ago they were at the same stage as me, I can do it too, right? And that's the power of kind of all being in this timeline where different people are at different stages and resonate with different people. 
Okie dokie, let's move on. Now, when it comes to building confidence, deeply believe in the power of what you do. This is the third time I have said this today, and I'll probably say it again, because it's one of these simple things, and usually it's the simple things that make the biggest difference. If you don't doubt what you do, if someone disagrees, you will not doubt what you do. Maybe you'll get upset. Maybe it will remind you that time when someone disagreed and it was really painful, but you will not put into question what you are doing. And that's what we want. We want to be emotionally stable that even when we have curveballs or even when what we do is not quite working the way we want, which is normal, everyone goes through that, we don't put in question into question the validity of what we are doing. Once you can have kind of that stable, stable, uh, how to say it, like support system, emotional support system of that, you just don't go that low. Even if someone says something nasty, you'll just not go that low. It's way easier to build and gain, gain momentum in your business than having to like start from scratch because you had an emotional meltdown because someone said something mean. Also, your job is not to convince anyone of what you do. So imagine that when you're putting yourself out there, you have an ocean of followers who are super interested in your content and you're speaking to him or her or them directly. What you can also do if you don't have a business yet or you're starting to, to build your business is give a few sessions or services or whatever you do away in exchange for testimonials. So I'm not really uh, into working for free. This is one of the exceptions. In the very beginning, when we haven't worked with many people, doing a few sessions in exchange of testimonial for free can really, really, really help boost our confidence and prove us and show to ourselves that we can actually help people and that they're super happy with what we offer them. And plus, you get testimonial that you can use as social proof and it will help get momentum in your business. Also, come up with your own framework. We'll talk about this in a second. When you have your own framework in your business, you will automatically come across as an authority. That's just one of these things that even if you don't feel like an authority, if you have your own framework, everybody else is going to think that you're an absolute boss and it's going to help kind of create that authority positioning and that expert positioning that people really appreciate when they make an investment decision. And last but not least, we all start somewhere. Oh, beautiful uh, group of typos here. And there will always be people two steps behind us who can benefit from our unique life experience. It's not quite the same as I already said. Some people tell me, hey, I did RTT, or I did EFT, or I did NLP, or I have like this very specific like dog training certification, but hundreds or thousands of people have exactly the same. Why would clients pick me versus someone who has more experience? Great question. The answer is super simple. You're not a pair of shoes, right? You're not a replicable product that someone else can just copy and sell. You are unique and your unique life experience and your energy and your intuition and your personality and how you can connect with people, that is what connects people to you and that is why they want to invest in you. They don't want to invest in you because of a specific modality that they can go shop around for with a bunch of other people. 
they connect with you because they know, like, and trust you, which is the fundamental of attraction marketing. And because they feel that they can relate to you based on your personal story or your personal and unique life experience. So even if there are other people who do the same as you, who've been in the game for way longer, doesn't mean that clients will want to go to them if they can connect more with you and if they can feel that you understand them and that you have a solution for them. Okay, let's move on. Canva is acting up. Do we have another question? I think I saw a question. Question for the needing to know it. Know it all, have certification, have some knowledge that is two steps ahead of others, but I'm worried about if I truly understand it and what if I coach it, but I'm teaching it wrong based on my lack of knowledge certification. What I'm, in, what I'm interested in, many people study for many years before becoming a really good coach. And there is a lot of misinformation by people that coach without having the knowledge. I don't want to fall into that category. Just the fact that you're asking this question, Melissa, shows that you do not fall into that category. And I would rather trust, like an expert is someone who can give a solution. It's as simple as that. An expert by definition is someone who has been successful at delivering the solution that their clients are looking for. So if you tell me now, you have two options. You can go to the knee surgeon that studied in a shitty university but has the highest track record in terms of knee recovery, or you can choose the knee surgeon who has 20 PhDs from Harvard, Yale, whatever university, but who does more research than he does surgery. So his track record in surgery is by far not as good as his colleague who has way more experience. Who do you choose? Do you choose a guy from the shitty university who heals all of his patients who have the knee problem? Or do you choose the guy who has 1 million certification but who's a library rat and actually don't have results that are as good as the other person? You pick the people who give results. And that can vary from different, like from people to people, knowing that, meaning that myself and someone else can be selling the exact same program, literally the exact same program. And some people will get better results with me and other people will get better results with the other person, even though the program is the same. That is just down to energy and all of the manifestation aspect and creating a trust relationship creating connection with the person, creating some sort of a relationship where the client feels safe and feels that they can evolve with you. That is what is going to make the difference rather than credentials or the specifics of a certain program. And that's why you have super famous coaches who are great at what they do. And some people just get zero results with them and some people get outstanding results. It's all about energy and alignment. Okay, let me drink, I'm getting dehydrated. And then we will move on. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on. Like I had this example of, I can't remember, but we had like all like typical, like classic example. We had professors at the university and some had like, no, no kidding, three or four master's degree. And they were like an absolute beast in what they did, but academically. And then they taught you about this subject and all of their models were completely not applicable in real life because they had been doing theory for so long that it was pretty much useless. And then we had like a guest professor 
who had started like he wasn't academic at all. He started working when he was 15. And then much later in life, he decided like to become a university professor and do all of like the exams. And he did night school and it was like a whole adventure. He was 1 million times better because he actually had practical experience instead of like blabbing about theoretical knowledge that was completely unapplicable to reality. And everybody loved the professor who started, who worked at 15 at the supermarket and who then later in life decided to get an education from a not so great university than the dude who had four master's degree and we could just not relate with what we were he was saying because we couldn't use it in real life which is basically my experience at uni six years of what i've learned in finance are completely useless 90 percent of the content you can't even use it in the bank because it's absolutely not applicable to reality and everything i have learned in finance i've learned on the job not at university so all of these nice like diplomas that look really cute on your wall, they're actually pretty useless. Like, let's be honest. In my case, not criticizing your diplomas. So this is the framework. So if you guys know Lewis House from the School of Greatness, the podcast is the School of Greatness. He was at that seminar that was six grand on how to create your framework. And once you have your framework, you automatically come across as an authority. So this was, this is actually the imposter syndrome, terminator, imposter syndrome terminator framework. How do you overcome imposter syndrome? Three things, three very simple things. First, eliminating blocks and or sabotage and procrastination. Because many people have imposter syndrome, they have subconscious stuff going on, they procrastinate, they sabotage because they don't feel good enough. Number two, building self-confidence, meaning we feel confident about our competences. We don't need to get extra certification and we feel good about making ourselves visible. Pillar number three, self-worth. Being comfortable with charging what we want to charge. Seeing the value of our services and asking an equivalent amount. Knowing that we are good enough and following our intuition because we trust ourselves. Once I have a client and we work on these three things, meaning that after our three months together back then, because this program is no longer running right now, but meaning that once we have dealt with subconscious blocks, sabotage, procrastination, once we have boosted their self-confidence so they can show up with confidence and they don't need any more certification, and once we treat the self-worth aspect, meaning that they will feel comfortable charging what their services are worth, they follow their intuition, they trust themselves, you cannot have imposter syndrome. Once you have healed and dealt with these three things, imposter syndrome can literally only bite the dust. And that's how you present it. Someone who has imposter syndrome, you said, this is a three-stage program. We do A, we do B, we do C. And once you have all of them together, imposter syndrome is gone. And people say, okay, where do I sign up? When you have your own framework, the imposter syndrome terminator, it's the name of the program. It's a registered brand now you automatically come across as an expert. It's the name of the, pro, uh, the podcast, it's the name of the company, et cetera, et cetera. Let's take an example of a relationship coach. Maybe for a relationship coach, the three main pillars to have a successful relationship is communication, being able to be happy alone so we don't depend on like an, an outward source of happiness and having solid self-worth so we can have healthy boundaries and saying no to the wrong people. And once you've nailed all of these aspects, you can have an amazing relationship. I'm not a relationship coach, this is just an example. So what are the foundational elements 
that your clients need. And if you don't know yet, no worries. We'll do that throughout these five days that your client that your clients need in order to get what they want. And once you can find three core elements, you just find a cool name for it. And now you have your framework and you can come across as an absolute boss. It's this simple. The seminar that explained this was worth, um, costed $6,000. So take my word for it. Let me know if we have any questions. And I won't spend too much time of this because we are going to move into the juicy stuff and into the hypnosis. This concept of a tree of elements to make up your framework, nice, simple, not too overwhelming. Exactly. And it resonates. There's something with three. I don't really know the psychology behind it, but it has been proven in many studies that like the three thing really resonates with people. Can it be four or five? Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but I would rather create subcategories within the three elements and then have subcategories rather than more elements because otherwise it's not as clear as and concise. There's something about the three that people subconsciously trust um, that is kind of that you can use at your advantage. So for me, I have more than three elements, meaning that in this round right here in this category, we have sabotage, procrastination, subconscious blocks, limiting beliefs. And within self-confidence, we have self-confidence, visibility, trusting that you're competent enough. And within self-worth, we have having healthy boundaries, following your intuition and charging what your services are worth. So we technically have more than three categories, but they're just grouped within the existing three categories. Okay, so the challenge will be posted in the Facebook group and will also be uploaded to the dedicated replay page later today once we are done, but there will be a pin post in the group. This is your challenge activity for today, which of course will increase your chances of winning the giveaway. Go to the pinned post at the top of the group. It's not there yet, but it will be there soon. Tell us about your services. And if you don't have services yet about your idea or what you do and what you'd like to do, and why you absolutely believe in what you do. And number three, tell us why you will stop caring what other people think from now on. So you're going to announce it like in an airport. You're going to tell us why you no longer care what other people think and why it is so significant because just writing it down will start moving the energy. So this will be posted in the Facebook group a bit later. You don't have to do it now. And if you haven't already, I highly recommend that you take a bit of time now or later to take a picture of this so you can upload it to either Facebook or Instagram stories and share it. And don't forget to tag me. So now we're going to move into the juicy stuff. In a second, we're going to do the subconscious work. Um, oh, what we'll cover tomorrow. Your perfect niche and your perfect clients. So nailing your profitable niche. Nailing our niche is one of the biggest hurdles when it comes to starting a business because we get FOMO. We don't want to exclude like 95% of the market and we are kind of stuck into inaction just like I was for eight months. But if we try not having a niche and it doesn't work, it's time to try something different. Once you have a niche, you literally build the entire foundation. And once you have that, it becomes very easy to create content, to show up on social media in a way that makes sense, to have an offer, to grow your email list and to grow your audience, whether it's on Instagram, LinkedIn or whatever social media platform you're using. Knowing your ideal client 
as if you lived rent-free in their mind so you can communicate in a very compelling way based on psychology. So when you post, when you take some time to write some content, instead of getting crickets and tumbleweeds, people actually text you to say, I really, really liked your post. Defining their challenges, pain points and goals and come up with 100% aligned messaging that floats your boat, that immediately resonates with them. And last but not least, strategies to come across as an expert in your field, because there is one truth is that people invest in experts, people trust experts. So if you can position yourself and have people perceive you as an expert, it's going to be so much easier to turn people from an audience member to an amazing ideal client from heaven. So now we're going to get into the super exciting stuff. You know, I'm a woo-woo Woo-holic, uh, I love subconscious work. I love energetic work because I have seen the outstanding difference it has made in my business. And just in the past two months, I have been uh, in Mexico and Costa Rica fulfilling a lifelong dream of learning how to surf. I was working two or three hours a day or less. The Wi-Fi was horrendous and the business generated in those two months more than half of what it generated last year, the entire year, right? And I had the first six-figure launch and first six-figure month, which was outstanding. And it was all down to energy and the power of the subconscious mind and manifesting because we didn't really grow the email list while I was gone. We didn't really launch anything that was uh, groundbreaking. We didn't like increase the size of the audience. We didn't really do anything that would justify such a huge increase in business apart from the magic of manifesting and energy and subconscious work. So we're going to do two things. We're going to do EFT. If you don't know it, say, what are you talking about in the comments? It's a fantastic modality that basically was founded and invented to help war veterans who came back from Vietnam and who had horrible PTSD. EFT was the modality that helped them heal from PTSD, even though they had been through therapy for years and years and nothing worked. And it is super powerful because it basically goes into your reptilian brain or autonomic nervous system and tells it to calm down when you have negative emotions or limiting beliefs. So we will be doing a bit of EFT and then we will jump into a group hypnosis session to go back to the subconscious like the real reason why part of you has developed imposter syndrome or visibility fears. Because when you look at baby, babies, no baby, I don't know if you have kids, all of you have kids here, drop, drop a comment. When a baby is born, a baby does not have visibility fears. Quite the opposite, a baby will yell and scream and make itself the center of attention until it gets attention. So we are not born with visibility fears we are not born with imposter syndrome. We are not born feeling not good enough. It's stuff that is developed in our childhood and as we grow up. And if it has been programmed, we can unprogram it. And it's exactly what we will do today. Hi everyone, it's Ines again. So for safety reasons, I didn't want to include the audio of the hypnosis and the EFT and you'll have a much better experience by actually catching the replay of the video. So just go to inespadar.ch slash VQC replays or go to the link in the description of this podcast episode and you can do the EFT session as well as the super powerful hypnosis. 
by catching the replay over there. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.